you can uh, grab a hold of somebody before you sit down and just uh, tell them it's, it's my time. Or you don't have to. You can just keep thinking it's somebody else's time, but you might want to look at somebody beside you this morning and let them know that don't be jealous or don't be envy of you, but it's my time. It's not, it's not your time this morning, it's my time. And that's what we need to be saying to somebody this morning to get your hopes up. How many of you need it to be your time? Anybody need it to be your time? Have you... Not the baby's time, your time. You know, I fear that a lot of us Christians, we, we go through life and we, we, we get hung up and we get stuck in this mode and this transition in our own mind. And, because, and rightfully so, because we see everything going on and happening in everybody else's life, but not ours. But look at them. God, I wish. Be careful you don't know the fire they went through. But God, why can't I be careful you don't know the hell they had to trod? But God, they look so soon. Be careful you have no idea what they've experienced. You don't know their testimony. But we get caught up in that. And that causes discouragement among God's people because we have this tendency to judge what's happening in everybody else's life against what's not happening in ours anybody ever just stop praying for something just because you just didn't see it coming they just God I don't there ain't no light at the end of the time they're not even a gleam of hope every morning I wake up it's something new but it's bad new it's, right? I don't even want to hit the alarm clock this morning because I know I'm going to have to start fighting as soon as I get out of bed. If you've got your Bibles, let's go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. I'm going to start there. I've got two lines of notes. And Tommy, just keep your fingers hot because I'll give you some more scripture. But I just wanted to give you the, the scripture to where... The thoughts of this message is coming from Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31. But, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Man, that's, I mean, that's good little scripture. Those that wait upon... Can I give you a backdrop on this scripture? I mean, this comes in such a grand time. It, 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 it was perfectly set for opportunity. God designed this all in his works and all in his will to propose to Israel. No, I'm not going politics on you this morning. How many of you know that that book is a political book? Jesus taught the kingdom more than he taught repentance. We don't want to hear that. It's, it, well, never mind. You didn't vote him in. You can't cast a vote to get him out. So you're just going to have to live with it or live without it. You get to make the choice. But choose you this day who you will 
serve. But anyway, God presents to Israelites, he presents this promise. Those that wait upon, how many of you know that the Israelites at this point in time have been through some stuff? I mean, they have been held in, in exile to Babylon now for some several decades. I would say there's a possibility of they was losing some hope. I would imagine that their perspective might have been swayed a little bit by some despairing thoughts. Y'all not going to... Are y'all coming to church this morning? You know, it was funny how Jesus looked at the woman at the well and he said, if you'll drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. See, people have a tendency to not try and draw from a word. They have a tendency to be entertained. If you're here to be entertained by me, I am not, well, I am kind of like a model. I think she's just ignoring me. She doesn't want to get involved in the conversation at the moment. God has Isaiah tell the Israelites that have gone through all of this. All those that wait. How much longer I got to wait? Haven't I gone through enough? Okay, Holy Spirit, take the wheel. Somebody just went there, didn't you? Somebody just started singing that song, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, just go ahead and admit it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm wondering this morning who in here might be exhausted from some burdens. Maybe some circumstances in life. Pretty heavy. Now, not all of you are going to have the same burden that everybody else has, but, and some of you might be as um, self-centered to think that what somebody else is going through is not as bad as what you're going through, but I'd like to tell you this morning that everybody's going through something that is a weight on their shoulder at that time in their life. It might be somebody that you thought might have been full of faith last week and something happened this week. They're not so full of faith. Now they have just a seed. They have just a just a shake of faith. It's not something that is profound as yours this week. But if you think that you're standing on faith this week that they aren't standing on, wait till next week and maybe the roles be re It's your time. It's your time. We're going to get there. Just hang on. Everybody, y'all always come up in here. You want them lathered up real nice and good so that when you go home, you feel good about yourself. I mean, somebody came this morning, was really, somebody came this morning desperate. It might not be you. But somebody came this morning desperate because there's a, there's a worry or there's a burden or there's a circumstance that has flooded their heart, their mind, their soul, their life, their family, their finance. Somebody came with something this morning hoping 
to grab a hold to a promise, it's your time. Can you imagine how Israel, I'm sure Israel felt the same way you feel right now. But I've been going through this for so long. I've struggled with this for so long. This is a pain in my neck. It doesn't go away. There is no hope anymore. I've fought this for years. I've fought it for months. Whatever it is. I'm just trying to fill in your blanks because you're not willing to fill in your own blanks this morning. But we all have something. And we, we all have lived in some type of Babylon Some of you have yet to come out of exile. You, you found yourself in a circumstance of life, and that's where you have thrown up the tabernacle. That's going to be your place of worship now in the woes of life. Can't seem to get past, can't seem to have a good day. I'm just... I'm discouraged, just can't seem to put a smile on because the only thing you study before and after bed is the woes of life. How I'm tied, how I'm in bondage. And, but pastor, you don't know how hard it is. Oh, but trust me. See, because I've gone through my own bondage. It may not have been yours, but it was mine. And I know what it put me through, so I'm sure that it put you through decades of hard-heartedness, decades of bitterness, decades of unforgiveness, decades of addiction, decades of... They don't do this, but I'm still fighting with church hurt. They, they don't fight with none of it because nobody's ever been church hurt. They come to the greatest church in Roanoke. They don't have church hurt here, right? You can't seem to get past You seem to just keep being locked away. Oh, you got some motivation the other day from a friend, and they said, you can do it. And you woke up this morning, you went, I can't do it. It's too much. The pain's too deep. My heart's too hard. See, you, you don't think that your heart is hard. And all the while, you're sitting here going, you don't know what I've gone through. There's a sign. You don't know what it made me. There's your sign. Some go, if they only knew. There's a sign. 
See, there was a, a promise given that God would take out the heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. That's yours. Did you know that? That's yours. He gave that to you when you recognize that he died for your salvation. That was yours. He, he said, that oh boy. But too many of us have a, this thing of going back and reliving. It's your time. See, this is, this is what Isaiah was telling Israel. It's, it's your time. Pastor, you're going to have to do better than that because as of this morning, fill in the blank. Cussed out my wife before we came to church or I kicked the dog on the way out the door or my bank or this or that or relationships or this or that. You're, you fill in the blank. Pastor, it sounds good, but you'd have, you've not, you don't really, if you got a minute, Pastor, I'd like to talk to you. No, you, no, you wouldn't. You get mad at me, maybe, maybe you're just not, maybe you're just not feeling weak in flesh, but you're feeling weak in spirit. How many of you are weak in spirit? Man, you you want to believe. You want to trust. But every once in a while you end up going right back into what the apostles went into and you cause Jesus to stand up and he looks down over the clouds and he goes, how much longer must I be you You people of little faith. Man, that, it sounds harsh right now, don't it? Man, you're just bashing me. You don't know what I'm going through. It hurts. It's hard. I know. That's why he sent me this morning, so that you would have a way out. So that you too could say, it's my time. Not somebody else's. See, some of you have gone through some things in life and, uh-oh, things have changed. Anybody gone through something changing? <sighs> These pregnant women. Y'all making it hard on us husbands and grandfathers and pastors. You've been asking yourself, how can I possibly continue to endure the hard circumstances of life anymore? 
Has anybody ever got that point? I mean, like, got to that point. Can I answer it with a question or with an answer that Isaiah gives us? Isaiah 40, verse 28, this is what he says. Now, now you got to understand what we just talked about. Don't throw it up on screen yet. You, you got to understand what it was that we've just been talking about, how hard it is and, and how much hell you've gone through. The lack of hope. And Isaiah come up and he says this. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. We lack any type of understanding that has weight. We say we understand, and then we turn right around. So if you say that you, uh uh-oh, here, watch. Let's bring some dogs into play. Watch this. (laughs) Check this out. Now, Joe, I mean, Joe, it's it's all the time. They deal with people like you, too. See, now you get just a taste of what it is to be a pastor. Because you, you teach and you teach and you teach and you ask them, now do you understand? Oh yeah, yeah, I totally understand. I totally, and then you go back next week and you go, so, what? well, I'm not, and they're still acting the same, both the owners and the dogs. Because the owners really didn't understand when they said they understood. See, the dogs know that you understand when you are relentless and you cause them to understand. You don't let, well, sometimes you need to be treated just like that. You, you tell the pastor, I get it, I understand, oh, I'm in, I've got it, I know. And then you come back two weeks later and you want counseling because you don't understand. Uh-oh. That's, I can't say stuff like that's a hard truth. So I'm going to... I'm going to quote the words of Joe. You're not willing to change. See, when you totally understand, you're willing to change your ways. In in order to live in the productivity of your understanding. Oh, but wait a minute. There's more. Could this possibly be that they understand, they're willing to change, but they don't really believe in the productivity of the change. Can I ask a Christian this morning? See, y'all didn't think I'd take dog stuff and put it... Ain't he? I mean, he just gets up in this little corn nugget I got, man, and just goes, wah, 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 boom. 
And I go, that was pretty good. I wonder how many of us owe you. So that I don't insult your intelligence, you do understand. You're just not willing to change to your understanding because you don't trust. So you will constantly live out what you've always lived out. And then you want to blame my daddy for it. I'm here to defend this morning. I don't have to be his defender, but I'm here to defend. He is able. And he is faithful. That leaves no room for any other. He is. That's right. If he told you it will change for you, it will change for you. But I don't want to, that's your problem. Can I give you a principle that Debbie has learned over years? <laughs> Women, lend me your ears. She decided one day, Miss Linda, that the scripture... could come about and do what it says. So she decided one day, I'm going to submit myself to my own husband. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I felt, man, that was a cold chill. <laughs> Hard-hearted, stubborn, Let me tell you what she's learned. Because she understands scripture enough to act upon it and trust the productivity of her, of her change. Even when husband's wrong, which is very, I'm not sure if I can even count the ways. Even when her husband is wrong, she says, see some of you men... Uh-oh. It's always marriage and Bible with me. I don't get it. Some of you women will never do it. Some of you women will do it, and then you will do it with a different intent. What I'm talking about, not the submission, I'm talking about this part I'm getting ready to give you. Voice your opinion to your husband. She can voice her opinion. Now, not really. She can voice her opinion. And she can voice it whenever she feels the need to voice it. Now, after she has voiced her opinion, see, y'all not liking this. Y'all not liking this. After she has voiced her opinion, and I look at her and go, I mean, I get it. But that's not what we're doing. And she says, okay. 
and she follows right on along. I'm, I'm watching some of this. She will continue to follow along. Now, I don't know her heart. No, I don't. I just know it's wicked. That's all I know. See, y'all don't like the truth. That's Bible. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I know her heart's wicked. I can tend to it a little bit. But what I do know is in her actions that she doesn't follow along expressing bitterness or hatred towards. This is why when I go through it and I'm having to fight, can't get no sleep, wringing my hands, stressing over this, stressing over that, she's going. Because she's getting blessed all the way through it. She's still able to go get her nails did and her hair did. Ain't got no worries in the world. Eating good, sleeping good. Got rest. And I'm over there going, man, what am I going to do? God, I shouldn't have done that. God, I wish I would. I should I wouldn't have. You wouldn't. <laughs> and then after a few moments, weeks, months, He comes in and he says, <sighs> and puts me on my merry way and all is well. But don't you know it's more enjoyable when I don't have to go through the, it's more enjoyable. If you'll just listen, men, and do it as God lays it out for you to do. Most cases, this is, I'm, I'm starting to check some of these, but see, you women, listen. God, why we, we just took a left. If I'll listen, most cases, I don't have to hear sounds of contention. You can't gauge sounds of contention on whether or not men you hear you you heard you heard you heard that you've heard from God. You can't use this the sound of contention to gauge whether or not you've heard or not. Because the enemy can jump on this too and you've heard and you know you've heard I'm just trying to teach y'all some of y'all need this already it's coming women want to voice their opinion to the husband because it may not feel good for them at the moment y'all know y'all have a selfish desire come on Miss Pat amen me 
We all do. But if I'm hearing from God as to what we are to do with our home and leading our family and that type of thing, I can't let her come to me and go, well, I just, I don't agree with that. I don't like that. I don't blah, 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 blah. Now, I'll still go, but I don't, because see, if, I, if I'm not true to the word that I hear, now I go, well, maybe we ought to wait. Because the last time I heard this from her, she was right and I was wrong. Men, don't be double-minded in your ways. Be like David and repent immediately when you're wrong. But don't go changing your mind because that beautiful little bride went like this. I can't even blink my eyes that fast. <laughs> but that stuff will happen if you are not careful. Sorry, marriage 102. Let me get back to it's your time. It's all going to flow together. It always does. How many of you know that for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven? If you don't know, now you know. Ecclesiastes 3.1. I'm just setting a little groundwork for you. Because I don't want you to forget, it's your time. It's your time. Just because it's your time doesn't mean that there are roses growing in the winter. You still may have to go through the winter. This isn't for everybody this morning. It might be for three or four. But see, three or four of you have already gone through the winter seasons of life, and it's been, to say the least. You're the one I'm talking to. It's your time. See, it's, it's right when you're least expecting God to do something, He shows up and does something. Now, I'm just going to help you just for a few minutes. We're, we're close to being done. Ephesians 4 says this, that you put off concerning your former conduct. It's all going to flow together. Hang on. The old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. You're still living according to the old way. You, you still do the same thing that you did when you done it. God's wanting you to do it. If you keep going to bed late and waking up early every day, you're going to be tired. If you don't change that, you're going to be tired. And tomorrow, don't expect 
anything other than to be tired. You want to feel revitalized? Go to sleep at a good time and wake up at a good time. See, if I try to simplify it, y'all still get mad at me. You can't keep living like you were living, expecting to live like he wants you to live. Or living like you used to live, expecting to be able to live in what he's called you to live in. It's a, I told Tommy, I said, you want to, they keep bugging me about these title things. I said, it's a new season. Then I went, well, if I do that, then there's going to be those people out there again. There's nothing new under the sun. So I went, just let me go to the bathroom and think about it. It's your time. There's been an old season that you've lived in. He coming. You have to make way for a season, for a new season. You have to make, you have to make way for the new season. You can't live in the old season. Isaiah's telling the Israelites, if you'll just wait on the Lord, I've seen that. I've been waiting for a long time. But have you, really? You moved in the right season for a different reason. Not bad. It's your time. It's not bad, but it's not what you think it is. Sometimes he's got to present it to you in a fashion that will get your attention. And he'll scurry you along your way. To get you where he needs you. For the purpose in which he needs you for. Sometimes when it's just too plain. That scares me. Now I'm not saying that's right or wrong theology. But sometimes when it's just. <laughs> you hear the angels. So I just go. Mm-mm. I'll just listen to you on the radio. I don't want to be, I'll listen to you via Facebook. <laughs> I don't want to be in. Sometimes it happens just. I just want to caution you. 
Every once in a while, he'll give you a wink. And he'll do it exactly the way you thought it was going to be at the time that you thought it was going to be at. Sometimes he might just go. Those are few and far in between. Because there's things in you at a promise that he has to work out in order for you to be able to receive when it comes to fruition. See, the woman at the well thought she was just going to go get a drink. That didn't happen. If y'all haven't read the story. She was called out and embarrassed and not on purpose. But God laid her whole life. You can't tell me the woman standing there was not embarrassed by it. She was just told, you've been laying around with every. (laughs) And she's going, how do you know that? Nobody else in town knows that. Isaiah 43. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This one makes me a little nervous. Because I wonder how many I've walked by. Because I didn't know it. Has he ever done something in your life that was a new thing? And you didn't even recognize it. Let me go to Leviticus 26.10. She gets nervous every time I come over here. I don't know why. Guilty. Guilty. (laughs) Who said guilty? Hey, you need to read that. No, you just look at it. You really need to read it. What is that? Twenty six ten. You got it right. Yeah. 
Yeah, she got it right. Well, thank God that you're listening. If you leave scratching your head, we've done exactly what we wanted to do. We want. That's your son. He's paying attention back there. That's your boy right there. That's your daddy. Please do. I don't know if he was fishing. I don't know if he was buying lures. I don't know what he's doing online. (laughs) 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 So you shall eat the old harvest. Clear out the old. Because of the new. Hmm. This isn't just making room for new. Are you paying attention? To, to, to eat the old harvest. To eat the old To devour. I'm, I'm going to try to do this without being too graphic. But to eat, to devour, to ready for digestion. To. This is more of an intimate time. By Facebook, by YouTube. Because a lot of the times we consider the harvest of old, many of us will pick and choose out of what was there that we think we should keep. The unfortunate side to that understanding is if you constantly keep from what was old, not making room for new, eventually what was old will spoil what is new.
can't keep what is old and use it for what's new. Eventually, what you're keeping that's old will end up spoiling the new. I'll help you out in the general body and then I'm coming. That was one of those that said, I'll give it to you. So, this was one of those. Just write it down and I'll tell you. I said, okay. We all have things in our life that we assumed was good things for our life. And sometimes we're true to that and it's okay. Because I've, I've heard it this way. A lot of people use this in a religious aspect. Well, it's your roots. Well, I don't eat the roots. I eat the fruit. Well, the elementary things are good. They're sound. They're foundational. Mm -hmm. That's why the Bible, tell, the Bible tells us to build on those foundations. So even though what was old has gotten you where you are, we have to cut away. Because everything that's happened in the old has brought you to the now. It's time. Now. I'll talk to you later, but. You've lived in the past so long, you don't even get to taste the future. You don't. You've ate of the past for so long that you can't taste of what's now. Have you ever heard this thing of how they, they, uh, they, they give you different, I'm not these real fancy eaters, I like good food, but I'm not one of the fancy eaters. I don't need 12 courses, I get, I get too full, I don't even want to eat anymore. But they, it cleanses your palate. What is that? Oh, now I like ice cream. <laughs> so what you've ate of and what he wants you to eat. What's this? What's that word? Do you know what they're talking about? Have you ever heard of such a thing? Why couldn't they just say ice cream? Me and you could have understood that. We'd have been fine. You just need a tablespoon of ice cream to cleanse your palate. Because what you eat of life to this point has done something to the taste. So we need to cleanse the palate. I'll take you to Dairy Queen. You need to cleanse your palate. Your time is now. 
why do you not believe? Why do you not believe that time can change? See, this is what I fear. It's like the time change. Because most of it, most of the time when the time changes, you miss it because you're sleeping. When does the clock set back? At what time? Two o'clock in the morning. Now, there's only a couple crazy people. (laughs) She said, that's not me. Oh, I know. I know who I'm talking to. But for the most part, when time changes, you're sleeping. I will do a new thing. Will you not know it? You have to anticipate change. You have to ready for change. Have I not said it? Will I not? I'm glad you read the Bible. I'm going to have to sit with you more often. Have I not said it? Will I not do it? Is my arm too short? If your time is now, what are you waiting on? I've got your answer. I heard it. You didn't even have to answer. I heard your answer. Well, I'm waiting on God. God ain't fixed it. God's not changed it. God's not making him listen. I'm not saying that specific. Every time I do that, I get myself in trouble. I need to close my eyes when sometimes when I'm talking, I just go like this because now she's going to go to Mike and she's going to tell Mike, see, you went out of the sanctuary and hang on. I'll have Tommy highlight the area for you. Most of you are missing your time. Because you're not willing to move into it. Some of you get so super spiritual that you get stupid. Waiting on the halo to set over the chimney. That sounds far stretched, doesn't it? Ask yourself how many times you're throwing out crazy stuff like that. Like throwing out nonsense.
that Ephesians 4 was yours. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, that one was yours. That you put off concerning your formal conduct, the old man which grows corrupt. The old things grow corrupt because we have a tendency to feed off of and lead from or walk by things that we're used to. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? That promise is not dependent upon you knowing it or not. The promise was dependent and still is dependent upon the fact of the one that give it. And he said, he said I shall do a new thing. Whether you catch it or not, whether you decide to move into it and live in it or not, whether you decide to believe it or not, whether you decide to see your life in it or not, does not negate the fact that he said, I will do it. Now, when will he do it? I don't know. Hope you don't miss it. Why do you fight change so consistently? He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. If you would just let him grab you by the neck... It's in context. It's a yoke. <laughs> if you let him grab you by the neck sometime and lead you around, life would be so much better for you. But you're that stiff neck. You swell your neck so that he can't move you. You've done it this way for so long, forget what's new. Leave her alone. God's got a new thing for you. One, two, three, four. Oh, I ain't not. He said, I will do a new thing. Will you not know it? Some of you are, are beyond. <laughs> Some of you are so far beyond years. That you should be teaching me things. You should be teaching the, the, the other people things. Because I, I can't go beyond years because you're. See, I've done it again, Dawn. (laughs) 
You can't judge beyond years by the age of somebody. Am I safe now? I've sat with people younger than me, blew my mind. Because God's wisdom isn't limited to your age. People think elders have to be 105 years old in the church. <laughs> can, can I help some churches? You probably need to get some younger ones that have some vitality about them. A little energy. A little fresh mind. A malleable heart for God. Because most of the times we, we set elders based on how well they know the denominational book. And will you teach, will you teach them that it's post-trib? Because if you won't, you can't be an elder. Now you can't preach that there might be a mid-trib, there might be a post-trib, and there might be a pre-trib. You can't preach all, you got to do one because that's what we believe. I love y'all. Y'all, y'all just growing. Everybody else is leaving, going. I don't understand it's your time because it wasn't for them. There was four. What's stopping you? Pastor, is this a magical potion? What's stopping you? Are y'all, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm saying this with all reverence, are you afraid to challenge God at his word? I challenge it most frequently. And I go, well, you said, I just... I'm waiting for you to slap me in the back of the head and go, it's not for you, boy, but that's fine. I'm okay with that too. See, God says that he moves about the earth to and fro, looking over. Girl, you're reading that Bible. You better looking over his word that he may perform it. Not looking over your word. Y'all think y'all that good? You think you as bad as Isaiah? Well, y'all got a long way to go. We all have a long way to go. That's the only man I know says it ain't going to rain until I say it's going to rain. And it didn't. That dude was. Whoo, I want to talk to him too. Y'all want to talk to Moses and Adam and Eve. I don't want to bring up the past. I want to see how in the world, Elijah, did you do that? So it's your time. Are you willing to change and trust in the productivity of your change according to God's word?
I don't know what you're trying to move into. I hadn't, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to move into. I don't know. I just know you want to hurt me have a baby. That's all I know. Everything else, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to move into spiritually. I get everything else. I don't know what you're trying to move into spiritually. I don't know. Only y'all know that. How much longer will you wait? Now, this is for all of you, you old salty people that are sitting here looking at me like a deer in a headlight. How long are you going to wait to move into the newness? Are you willing willing to step out of your comfort and step into what's new? Or are you like everybody else and scared of new? We won't do new because we don't understand new. We're fearful of new. Women that are pregnant, it's too late to be worried about new now. Right? It's too late to be worrying about mamas. And when the first sign of life, it's over. There ain't no going, um, not really ready. Should have thought of it long before that. It's your time. What are you willing to change? Who are you willing to trust? What are you willing to trust? Because a lot of us trust our circumstances. Well, it don't look new to me. Sooner or later, man, we've got to jump. We either all in or we're all out. This thing of testing waters to see if it's cool enough to jump in or too cold to get in. God's not looking for the comfortable Christian. The more comfortable you are, the harder it... The more comfortable... They are, the harder it is to train them. Make them uncomfortable, they're easier to train. They're easier to train. Don't wait until they get that old by then. It's too late. Break them while they're young, baby. You get on a get on a small colt and break that colt. You don't wait to get on a stallion and try to break him. He'll break you and everything in you. Are you willing to change anything? Are you willing to change anything? Can I tell you, if you find one small thing to change, it's easier to change the next thing that you find. 
But if you're unwilling to change that little thing, you'll never change anything else. Instead of not coming on a Wednesday night, uh uh-oh, now he's meddling. Instead of not coming on a Wednesday night, come. Might be surprised. Just change. Instead of, well, I can't say that. I'll keep my mouth shut. Be ready for change. Come on, guys. This is... Do y'all know we're getting ready to go into 2024? Time is moving away from you faster than you know. And there is nothing in 2023 up until, what's today's date? Until the 12th of November. There's nothing in 2023 up until this day that you can change. Think about what it was that you should have changed, and you didn't. Man, oh, boy. I'm, I'm closing. I'll close with this. I found myself on my face one day saying, God, if only I wouldn't have ran when I was 18. How much further in our relationship could we have been? And this is why I love daddy. Because daddy said, is it impossible for me? I will restore to you the time. He didn't say I restore the stuff. He said I'll restore unto you the time Damn, but one person can do that. But when he told me that, condemnation left me. And I said, okay, daddy, show me. (laughs) Boy, be careful. Because he'll put you in places and make you scratch your head even when you're studying and you go, is that what you meant? That's why I try to broaden your horizons and your minds. I don't want you to think like me. I just want you to think like me. Make, make sense? I want you to think like me. I just want you to think like me. Yeah, think. That's all I'm asking you to do is think. <laughs> don't go. And you come in here and you got drool running out your mouth while I'm preaching. And you, I just want you to think. What part of this sermon was relevant for you? What part did you pluck from the tree this morning and said, Man, I'm going to eat that one right there. That was good. Or you can walk out and go, I hope those four got it. Let's go eat chicken. This might be too much to ask. I want a church that appears to be revitalized. Not one that, and it might not work out the way I want it. 
but not one that it feels like I've got to hook up your tendon lines to my belt loops on a Sunday morning and a Wednesday night and get you to come along with me as we go and tread through the Word of God. Because some belt loops, they ain't too... Mine gets stretched anyway. That's your second time. Because I know God can do it. I just want to see it. Because I know he can do it. Because I know he can take you from where you, from where you suffer. If that's the right word. From where you suffer. And suffer. I, I, don't, I don't mean that to be like suffer, suffer. It's just from where you suffer. From, from where you struggle. To being able to put a smile on your face. And to be excited about serving someone that died for you. Not only just died, he went, good nap, and got up. And then he went and he's setting up a place for me and you. See, oh man, I don't, I'm going to stop. I better stop. I just looked at my watch. He says, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. He's preparing a place for us in the kingdom. Too many of you thinking about your mansions on the hills. And, and he was talking about preparing a place for you in God, in the kingdom. Which means now you have... This is where it's going to challenge a lot of people. You have what he had when he was here. <laughs> Blasphemy! <laughs> You've got authority here. You have power here. But because they challenge you with different denominational beliefs and they woe you instead of say, okay, let's talk. You never get to walk in it. He said, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you that where I am, there you will be. See, y'all missed it because y'all thought of the mansions. Just over the hilltops. And I, I was singing the song. So how many of you knew it? Watch, Debbie. Look. <laughs> Told you. I still got some old school stuff in me sometimes. But that's where we go, isn't it? That's what we think. Man, I can't wait to get to glory land. He don't. He's not excited about glory. He's excited about the now. It's your time. Let's stand.